You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Week one is in the books for the Flames, and it came after a thrilling 29-27 four-overtime victory over Southern Miss. However, there's a quarterback situation on the mountain as Charlie Brewer goes down with an early injury. Who will lead the Flames under center versus UAB? Plus, the defense had a red-hot start. Four takeaways. We'll share our thoughts on why it should continue. Plus, we give you an update on the Flames Fantasy League and who's leading after week one. This is the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Welcome inside our new Flame Central Podcast studios. If you're listening right now, you need to head over to YouTube because we have a new look you can watch. And who doesn't want to watch us? I mean, you know what I mean? Like it just adds that much more. Go to the YouTube. (laughs) Go to the YouTube. Okay, we have a lot to break down in this game. Could, could I say one thing? I don't want to interrupt, but I mean, I'm going you just to. Did. Let's let's just get this out of the way let's first. Just, let's just be honest. Let's get room. this out of the way first. Nothing has changed the with the actual podcast, just the look of it. We are the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Powered by Alcova Mortgage. Mortgage. Bam. That's right. Title sponsor. Literally, before we started rolling, Matt said, okay, this is the Flame Central Podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. But I need to make sure that they're staying on their feet, so I've already forgotten. But yes. Yeah, you'll tell us a lot more about Alcova Mortgage. Somebody with the podcast might be associated with Alcova Mortgage. Could be. Well, well, it's a little tease. It's a little teaser. Stay with us and we'll find out. On the edge of their... Uh, car seats right now. Kind of like you were during this Flames. Four overtime, thrilling victory, 29-27. Holy smokes. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. There's so many storylines. So we're just going to go with a big picture. You know, early on, Charlie Brewer going down. He came out of the game. There were some, like, rumors on social media about, like, Oh, is he out? Like, is is coach just because he? Right. When you listen to these broadcasters, well, for that was the problem. <laughs> That's where the confusion came. He, Coach Freeze, told these broadcasters, "There's a chance that I could play three quarterbacks yeah, in this we were game." All thinking. That's what so I thought. that's so I'm just thinking, okay, yeah. maybe he's just not really liking what Charlie's doing. He wants to see what JV can do. Yeah, but that it, wasn't the no. case. No, <laughs> and the problem was that's where all the confusion came from. The broadcasters apparently didn't have internet in their studio oh, because no. all well I'm just saying that that's just oh. a guess I don't know <laughs> I, 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 could be, it, it could be because like every Liberty you know Damien Sordlet you right like everybody within ten minutes had it out oh he's left the stadium yeah. injury they didn't know it. and they never knew yeah. which is uh, why it was you know odd that. You know, he never he would have come back in at some point, right? Or if they the, the producer three. didn't just right. tell them, like, hey, just a heads yeah. up. And they even went to a shot at one point. Wasn't Charlie in his sling yeah. then? And yeah. I would if I'm the like yeah. okay, let's okay. just yeah. I digress. It's fine. But Charlie Brewer goes <laughs> yeah. down and then you have a little bit of JB. Right. And you then, a little bit. No, it was well, about two quarters yeah. worth. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it wasn't a little, little bit too like not too too much. You know, he goes with Caden Salter, which yeah. was that a surprise to you? I mean, I know no. the pick six, but talk I, to me about the it, major point. Yeah, I think at that point you had to. You were just looking for a spark. Yeah. It was crunch time. JB was struggling, a 7 of 18 
passing. And, and he was a guy that was sub 50% completion rate the season before, last season as well, when he got opportunity out there. You just had the interception. You're looking for a spark. What was the score when after the interception? Down seven. I think it was 17 10, I believe. Yeah. After the, the interception? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so 17 10. So you're okay. in the fourth quarter. So in the fourth quarter, down seven. Yeah. You hand it off to Salter. Yeah. Listen, props to this kid. You know, they always talk about, like, you know, in baseball, being a pinch hitter is the toughest job there is. You're coming in cold, clutch moment, and you have to produce. It's kind of like the situation yeah. Salter's in. You come in, you haven't played really almost ever in your career. You yeah. had one game against UMass that yeah. was a, a laugher. And it's fourth quarter, and you're down, and you're like, here you go, kid. Yeah. You're our third stringer. Figure it out. And he did. He provided the spark. He, he had brought the juice. And, like, I'll say this about Salter. He's going to make mistakes. That's going to happen. But his ceiling is so high mm-hmm. sure. that, like, and, and the other thing I love, he's not afraid. And, and that may be the best thing you can say about right. him. He threw that interception in the end zone where that he underthrew the ball. He had a receiver open in the back corner. Mm-hmm. Right back. No, fear. no fear. He's coming right back. And that's maybe the best thing you can say about his attitude. But when you see him play, there's flashes of greatness. I mean, he's making some throws in tight windows, especially to win the game with that uh, two-point conversion. But there is a few that, I mean, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, the the thing – very impressed. The thing that is hard for a third-string quarterback is your first-string quarterback is going to get a ton of the practice reps, obviously, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Your second-string quarterback is going to get a few of the – Practice. I know he'd plan on playoff three, but I can imagine that during the week of practice, Caden Salter was not getting a lot no. of reps. That's what Coach Freeze said and, yesterday. And so what, yeah. what there, it sort of puts you as a coach, it puts you in a difficult spot, especially if you have a drop-back passer type of quarterback who hasn't received reps. Well, that's not Caden Salter, yeah. right? So what he was able to do is say, hey, I may have not gotten a lot of reps during practice, but I'm a baller, right? Yeah. And so he was able to go out there and he made things happen with his legs to extend plays, and it was through the extension of plays that he was able to make the explosive plays that were the difference in the ball game. What I texted Joe, the three of us are always just firing off texts <laughs> back and forth. We should really just group them. I know. That I don't know why we don't have a lot because it's it wearing me out jumping between yeah. conversations. Well, because Joe continues it on you know, right. Sunday. Right, that's the problem. Like, there needs to be like gosh, a, there, yeah, a boundary. Cut off. Yeah. Bring up other topics. Yeah. 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 But I, I texted you, I said, Caden Salter is going to be an absolute roller coaster ride, yeah. but I want to take it. I want to take it. I'm on it because, like, that's a good quote. The, the elite. Yeah. I want that on the show. Yeah. yeah, elite skill set he has. You mentioned some of those throws. That throw he had, I think, it was to Jerome Jackson on a second and twenty on the last drive in regulation. Threaded the needle right after a penalty. I mean, threaded the needle. Rolling right and just stuck it in there. Like he makes some plays that you're like, whoa. And then. He makes some where he, he turns the wrong way on a handoff yeah. and it blows everything up. And that's something Hugh Freeze has talked about this week where he said. That's reps. Right, that's reps. reps yeah. But also that was kind of a knock on Salter right. coming up, like in camp. It's like, oh, where is he in the competition? You'd always hear, well, he needs to be a little bit more be- detailed. He needs to prepare a little bit better. And that's what Freeze said this week too. It's like the skills are there. Now hopefully with right. this opportunity in front of them. And you know, Joe, sometimes when you're like, listen, Charlie Brewer is probably going to win this job. You have a different mindset right. than when yeah. it's like, now it is legit it's my job. time. Yep. And Freeze wants to see him prepare a little bit better, be a little bit more detailed. So hopefully some of those mistakes don't happen. Yeah, and, and also not to – I mean, Jonathan Bennett did some good things. Yep. I mean, he did some really good ran things in with his legs, ran yeah. in for a touchdown. You know, you have the pick. And once again, it's his – that was his first time being in the spotlight. And so, you know, whether – it's if Jonathan Bennett and Kane Salter continue to prepare, continue to improve – uh, even with Charlie being out with for a long, lengthy time with this yeah. injury, I really believe that the quarterback position with with coaches like Hugh Freeze and Ken Austin leading it, uh, the Flames there's there's not 
a lot. It's a, it's a little bit. It's exciting because I yeah. think there's great opportunity options. For, for options, and there's great opportunity that somebody is going to play well. And you freeze even mentioned Nate Hampton's name a few yeah, times this week. Yeah, he did. They have four scholarship so, quarterbacks on. Yeah, what does they always say? You have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Liberty right. might, they have four, but you might need all of them. That's right. Know? So my question to you is: I know that Charlie Brewer going into once he was named the yeah. starter, he was getting the majority of the reps yeah. for this. Um, team going into the Southern Miss game. But do you think, you know, this was a pretty tight quarterback battle up until Coach named the starter yeah. a week out. Do you think that that helped, like, with the in terms of, like, these guys believing in any of these quarterbacks that go in at any given time? Like, hey, I saw them compete for this job, and they're fully capable yeah. of leading this team. Yeah, and you probably had reps a little bit more evenly distributed. That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah, right. That, so yeah. so, right. so you, you trust them that, well, we like, heard, hey. Remember C.J. Yarbrough said that yeah. in camp. He was like – because someone was like, what's the benefit of all four guys competing like that this? That was my question. And he, it was a little yeah. cliche well, because but, you want one guy right. to get And he kind of gave the answer of, well, you know, at least we'll all see everybody and we can develop chemistry with everybody. And you and I kind of talked later and were like, okay, that's a political <laughs> answer. But you want it yeah. to be one guy. Well, well, it may turn out that that really will be a benefit for them. Right. Okay. So, moving forward. Um, I believe surgery for Charlie Brewer is happening any day now. Yep. He basically broke um, – my nails are really bad right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he basically broke, I think, like this part of his thumb. Yeah, like the base the, of your thumb kind of, The base yeah. of his thumb. So if um, they determined yesterday, which I don't know what the answer was to this, but if he gets a plate, it'll be five to six weeks. If he gets pins – It'll be seven to eight weeks. Yeah. So not sure what they decided to move forward with. But either way, what realistically, what are the chances that we see Charlie Brewer again um, as the quarterback for the Flames? I mean, that's a long, that's a long time. I feel terrible yeah. for that kid. You know, I mean, here's a he's he wanted one more opportunity to get the chance to compete uh, at a place that I think he really likes and and wanted to lead the football team. Uh, you know, obviously that the answer to that question comes down to one thing. How well does these other two guys? How do all of these other two guys perform? Yeah. And so if if they play really well, I think it's going to be tough because that's a long time. You're you're going to be what eight games into the season yeah. with four yeah. left. Um, so it's going to be difficult. But really, it comes down to how they're. How well, they're and playing. I'll say this though too: you look at the back half of that schedule, and you start looking at the Arkansas's and the BYU's and Virginia Tech. So like, he, if you're Charlie, like yes, you're extremely disappointed. Don't just phone it in the rest of the right. way because when you start facing some of those teams, you never know when another injury can occur and you're having to come back and finish this season out. So if you're him, do your best to stay locked in as much as you can. But, yeah, I mean, you feel horrible for the kid. That's and and I don't think – I know the announcers for Southern Miss are saying, oh, he's probably going to play three quarterbacks. If Charlie Brewer had come out and no started way. slinging it all over the place, I don't think there's no. any way, no way. He, he was coming out of that game other than with, due to an injury. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned the injury thing possible for these other two guys. Caden Salter took some pretty big hits. He did. And I, I, I like that because I, I like the toughness and everything. But at the same time, I'm like, the, dude, the you one need where, to get yeah, out. The one where they called <laughs> targeting down. initially, where I think it was down on the goal line, the guys came in and hit him while he was going down. I thought, there, oh, boy, JB, stay loose. You're coming back. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And okay. this, this may be one of those seasons where you need four quarterbacks. Because, be. one, the level of competition you play, yeah. and then – Two, when you have two running quarterbacks mm. like Jonathan Bennett and Salter, yeah. right, they're going to take a lot of shots, and yeah. it takes one shot. So, Nick Hampton, stay loose. Stay loose. Yeah. So, head coach Hugh Freeze, you know, still having that decision factor with the quarterback. If you're trying to decide 
how to buy a house, how difficult, how easy it could oh, be. They'll fix you your don't mic know. before you yeah. do this part. It's kind I mean, of we're, he's there. falling apart yeah. over here. But if you want some help buying a house, yeah. Joe Yock, Yock Talk is your guy. And that's why the Flame Central podcast. This is embarrassing. You Let, just can I just slide over here? Just Let me just now all the embarrassing. This is why we see, can't. Usually, on the other podcast, we would just cut this out. Oh, Joe, this is, I don't even know what you're. He didn't even brush his teeth. He didn't. So we would. I did two brush We would cut cut this out That's and then funny. just like oh, we butt can't now it's on YouTube and so now, now it's there for everybody just, to see very appreciate yeah. getting me fixed up okay so if you you know are trying to decide kind of like coach freeze like I was saying about the quarterback situation yeah. but a house situation like your mortgage and well tell it's us more it's the flames the, podcast it's the flames central podcast right. powered, powered powered not sponsored powered powered by Alcova Mortgage. It wouldn't be possible without it. Yeah, yeah. powered by Alcova Mortgage yeah. yes Alcova Mortgage local lender here that's who actually we get money from uh, and uh, able to pay yeah, the bills yeah. with. I love the Flames Central podcast. Yeah. I love the Flames. Uh, but yes, no, Alcoa Mortgage, a local, our, our local lender here, mortgage lender uh, based out of Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, joined them just here recently, and uh, it's a great opportunity here to serve the Liberty, Liberty people, right. uh, the Liberty alumni, and most importantly, our, our local community here. So we're excited to be a sponsor of, of the Flame Central podcast, along with a lot of other things right. that are going on in Liberty uh, University and partnering with Liberty University Athletics and, and doing this. So uh, we are it's, it's a great podcast. We love doing the podcast. We love listening to the podcast. And, uh, and, we're, th and we're thankful for the opportunity to be to, for Alcova Mortgage Alcoba to power, power, to power this I feel podcast. powered this yeah. morning. I mean, yeah. minus the mic My, here. Oh. It just fell off again. Now, that's yeah. on you, Warner. Okay. Well, that one's on down you. and I don't. I just, I'm just yeah, like, just, I mean, just oh my you gotta, you that, go. I mean, that looks That looks really juvenile. bad. That's all right. It's only YouTube. Uh, it's just YouTube. Yeah. Joe, I mean, I am like mother hen over here. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. What, what is going? Oh, okay. There we go. It's first time Something on TV. Like Sorry, guys. Yeah, All right. Rolling, rolling around. Okay. Alcova Mortgage. Don't forget it. You know, reach out to Joe Yock. You Joe Yock. He's all over social you. media. Yeah. yeah. And his microphone. Yeah. And his microphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I mentioned, a lot more storylines going yeah. on in this ball game. The defense. Mm. Holy smokes. Yeah. Second time I've used holy smokes yeah, that's today. Two so that's, holy that's smokes a, that's if you're keeping a, track at home. If you're scoring at home. Yeah. Um, it's getting really spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I will get to this. Yeah. Our bold prediction. No. Can I say it right now? Bold prediction. Yeah. I said four turnovers. They had that by the halftime. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a good bold what was prediction. It? I, and the then more I. More turnovers in one game than they had until the sixth game last yeah. year. Or they didn't get yes. five turnovers or four even, I think maybe it was. And I can't remember. Four or five until the sixth game of the season. That's just, insane. Just to confirm, Emily, uh, how many touchdowns does Demario Douglas have? Go ahead and confirm that. I thought you said C.J. Yarbrough. How many touchdowns does Demario Douglas have? You didn't say. A Demario Douglas for two touchdowns. You, you said C.J. Yarbrough. We have got I to find a producer. I don't see Demario Douglas, two touchdowns. Abby, we'll review you're the gonna, tape. Abby Shaw, yeah. she's a, um, one of our swimmers here yeah. at Liberty that Let's went to ahead. Nationals, and she uh, is helping out with us this semester, so I might turn her into the producer yeah. because you know the rail. Yeah. <laughs> you know the wheels are falling yeah. off yeah. over yeah. here. Okay. Highest turnover um, total since 2012. When you look at this defense, I mean, it definitely kept them in the game. I mean, no doubt. The, without this, yeah, take my notes, Joe. Um, this one thing. What what stood out to you the most, or if it's a, a specific player, stood out to you the most? Well, I mean, the thing defense? that by far stood out the most was the adversity that Liberty's defense came over mm. after they had a big play and the ball down on one or two yard line. Yeah. The goal line stand. Yeah. Early in the game, Darrell Johnson played out of his mind. 
and the goal line stand that they had at that on that drive yeah. was huge. You don't see that, yeah. especially in this day of college, teams spread each other out, and it's hard to stop a one, two yard, a one or two yard run. And for them to get that goal line stand was huge. And then, you know, then obviously Kenny Charles at the end of the game to stuff the two point conversion yeah. was big. But the turnovers, and 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 I think the play of and and you had said it is of Mike Smith, the line middle linebacker, had a great yeah. game with his interception. And so the defense overall, but was was played really really well. Um, but the turnovers down on the goal line were, were, were critical and obviously the stop. That's what Coach mentioned, Coach Freeze mentioned in his press conference yesterday. But one thing that he pointed out that he wants to see improve on this defense are let it, giving up those explosive plays. I believe yeah. there were like yeah. five, maybe six explosive plays. What is the reason for those, those big explosive plays that they gave up? Well, number one, this was a bizarre game. Mm -hmm. You were all of a sudden going up against a team that elected not to use a quarterback. Yeah. You know, you don't prepare weird. for that. And so you're suddenly you're facing Frank Gore Jr. And, and Coach Freeze mentioned it as well, and you and I were texting about this a little bit. He said some of the DB's eyes got bad in the second yeah. half, right? Because, again, yeah. it's a running back back there. Yeah. It's, it's your natural tendency to start kind of peeking to see if I need to come up and help support the run. And next thing you know, a receiver's yeah. behind you, and he's just floating one out there 30 yards. But So, so it was an odd game in general from that, from that standpoint, odd. which does lead to some questions, right? Great job forcing those turnovers. But then on the flip side, yeah. and I've seen a number of people kind of asking this question, it's like, should we be concerned that a team without a quarterback was able to move the right. ball in the right. second half? So, again, I think you are you know something. You feel pretty good about the defense. You don't know as much as you would know had they played an actual quarterback for an entire game. So there are some question marks. But I think the defensive line was the biggest thing to me. The depth they have, mm -hmm. the talent they have, uh, you talked about that first, I think it was the first drive for Southern Miss. They had second goal from the one-yard yeah. line, and they got stuffed. stuffed. We got forced in a fumble. Another fumble in the red zone where Javon Scruggs came and punched it out, yep. you know, as the guy was going down. So they're opportunistic. The defensive line, Kenny Charles is a stud. Darrell Johnson, we said it even last week, like, this guy's due for a bounce-back year. He has something to prove He was year. banged yeah. up last season, had a disappointing year compared to the year prior. And that interception. That was unbelievable. He looked like the Juco safety yeah, he was, you know, right. three, four years ago that or whatever great it was. Play. Like athleticism. He was getting after the quarterback. Really impressed with the D-line and the linebackers. You talk about yeah. Mike Smith Jr. Yeah. And you talk about Mod Walker. Those are the two leading tacklers for the Flames. Those two guys yep. are studs. And then, you know, you kind of figure it out from there. You lose Rocket Rahimi in the first half because of the targeting, which changed the game, knocked their quarterback out of the game. So you're playing without him and having to kind of do some different things. But uh, all in all, I think it was encouraging. It'll just be interesting now going against UAB and well, a team with an actual quarterback standing back there, like how, how we play. My, my head-scratcher play, yeah. play of the game was when it all counted yeah. <laughs> for Southern Miss. It all counts. And they got Frank Gore, the running back, at, at quarterback, and thinking, okay, they got to have something designed up where they can fake it, run, and try to get bodies moving and yeah. get them off tackle. He throws a fade. Was that the third overtime? I think it was a, for that a two was point the third conversion, overtime. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah. You won play. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like okay, we got four downs. We're gonna try yeah. a fade on first yeah. down. Yeah. It was like two point conversion. This is it. <laughs> and they go with the fade yeah. from Frank Gore. Like, the hey, Frank, have you I was ever like, thrown a fade before? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Like, well, it, but you go practice for it. that yeah. a lot and, yeah. throughout the week. So that was sort of the head scratcher for me. You know, Coach Freeze made a good point because Sam Gregg, which was Liberty's former offensive line coach last season. He came with a game plan coming out of the second half that he mentioned uh, Southern Miss did something very similar to what the uh, Flames did 
against um, Eastern Michigan in the bowl game. So having that switch, and I can't remember exactly what he said. I mean, <laughs> did, you listen, did you listen to the press conference? Yeah, but I don't remember this part. The, it was about something, some switch that they yeah. made about. Do you ever start a sentence and then you get partway in and then you realize, oh, man. I don't know where I was headed with this. Yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, that happens a yeah. lot. Really yeah. All right, so let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Alcova yeah. Mortgage, powered by. Yes. <laughs> That's what you got to go, Always go back to it. Um, Demario it. Douglas. Yeah. I know you mentioned the First two touchdowns. But, but something that stands <laughs> out a little bit more to me with him is, um, I don't know if he was just, you know, not open as much in the first half, but he's a guy that just seems clutch that you can depend on down the stretch, and we saw that in the second half. He's a big play guy, and you see his size, and you automatically think, elusiveness, you know, he's a quick twitch guy. But he can also go up there and make some contested catches yeah. and make some difficult catches. And we saw that in this game, him going up in the back corner of the end zone, making the grab. Like, he is that guy. He is going to lead this team in receiving again. It was encouraging in a game in which, you know, the passing game was not great because he used three different quarterbacks. CCJ Arbro makes yeah. some big plays. Yeah. He had a nice run after the catch. You got Caleb Sneed involved. Uh, Jerome Jackson. Tight end. That catch so again, he made on the uh, catch he made huge. on the last drive, and huge. then he caught the two point conversion yeah. that yeah. won it. Mm -hmm. So like again, a guy that you don't yes. always talk about in this offense, yeah. but he's kind of he's not a big play guy. I wouldn't call him that, but he comes through when you Clutch need him play. to. He has good hands, and so it's good to see kind of that. How many catches did Demario Douglas have? I end up with five. Five for ninety seven uh, yards, two touchdowns. That's great. Good. Day. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You know what? Here's what you're gonna here's what you're gonna see moving forward. Yeah. is from the receiver position is with a guy like Caden Salter at quarterback, yeah. he's going to extend a lot of plays. There's certain receivers mm. that have a knack for like, hey, you have to run this curl route. You have to run the corner route. You got to run the post. You got to run the like – they, there's guys who are just good at doing what – find the zone, the yeah. good spots, right? But then there's guys who just have a knack. Yeah. And it's when Caden Salter extend plays – being able to move and scramble on the run and find the open spaces. Some guys just have a yeah. knack for that. And so I think what you're going to see as you move forward in the season, who is that guy? Mm. It seemed to be Demario Douglas in this last game, just finding those open spaces. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see which guys that find those open spots when, when you extend plays, more backyard football type of stuff. I was thinking about this this morning in regards to Caden Salter. You remember back Malik Willis's First year he was eligible to play. Mm -hmm. It was he and Chris Ferguson battling for the quarterback job. And we'd go to practices. It's funny to think of that. We'd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that but, but we'd go to practices. Him. And honestly, we were like watching a practice like, man, this Ferguson might win it. Like Malik's looking a little shaky. But part of it was just in this is the drill. You Correct. stand, you throw, all of those things. Yeah. It was like, ah, a little shaky. We didn't get to see – the bullet's flying, stuff breaks the down, come on. he makes it happen. Right. And I think there's some of that with Caden Salter, yes. too, where it's like, yes, you go, you know, all these things that, that the quarterback coach puts him through, just standing there, delivering, like, like, okay, kind of inconsistent, whatever. But that athleticism that he has, like, that makes him who he is. Those throws rolling to his right, just snapping it, like, that's who he is. And you don't necessarily see that in the confines of a practice, but when it's the lights are on, Real game situation, and he's able to use everything and he has to his, at his disposal. Suddenly, he goes up a couple of notches. And another thing about that style of quarterback is you can't necessarily coach that. Like you well, either no, have that, that, that or athleticism you don't. or <laughs> and arm strength. Yeah, that's an excellent point, Matthew Warner. Hmm. Uh, I made that add, point. It was powered by. It was powered Alcoba by. I, wait, but yeah. I made that point. 
Well, uh, this to both you guys, I was <laughs> yeah, nice Now, with that being said, yeah. to add on to that point, now Hugh Freeze and Ken Austin have a decision to make. And what is that decision going to be? Do we want to say, okay, this is our offense. Yeah. Right? We're going to run our offense. You're going to read here, here, okay, to over here. Here's A, B, C, one, two, three, right? Or is it, okay, we got we to start – working our offense, a concept of offense, to work what works best with Caden Salter. Yeah. So I'm not saying you scrap the whole offense, obviously, but will they do things that are different that play more to Caden Salter's skill set of what you right. say? Will they do those things in practice? Obviously, they'll work scramble drills, more extension of play drill, but will they start moving the pocket more, getting people create more space that will give them more of an opportunity? It's going to be interesting to see if you, Coach Freeze and Coach Austin say, hey, we're just going to leave it like it is, and he better learn the system, or we're going to adjust to him. I'm, I'm interested to see how, how he'll play. And knowing Ken Austin, I think there is going to be a lot of tweaking to try to try to utilize his strengths as best they can. Like, they don't seem like – I know we've all been around coaches who are like, this is my system, yeah. this is you it. Need to fit yeah. in. And, and those guys both seem like guys that are like, we're willing to adapt and change whatever we need to to make yeah. sure he can be as good as he can. Because the good news is Jonathan Bennett's mobile too. Sure. Okay, mm -hmm. so so you can what what you're trying to do with Caden Salter, you can also do with Jonathan Bennett. Now Nick Hampton, if if it if Nate. comes, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Nate Hampton, yeah. if it comes to that, then you know he's a little bit different. I think yeah. he's really good. You watch him in practice. I think he's very good. Uh, but he's tall, he's bigger, and he's more of that that prototypical drop back passer. Yeah. But right now, for what you have right now, I think you're right. I think they need to tweak it to to be able to help him. One concern I have coming out of this game is and. Coach Reese mentioned it in his press conference, short yardage situations. Mm -hmm. And that's why, honestly, I've totally forgot about, by the way, the two-point conversion rule in the third overtime. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. And, Don't and like just it. The, the Don't like it because I do think it really slants toward if you're a, a team that's good in short yardage, like you have a huge advantage in that condensed area. Right. But whatever. But short yards, we saw a couple of times where Liberty got stopped in short yard situations. And who are they turning to in those spots? Mm -hmm. Salter, not a big guy. Brewer obviously wasn't a big guy. They tried to run him on a fourth and one early in the game. Your running backs, both not Smaller. big bangers. Like maybe a Malik Caper, I know he's been a little bit dinged up, can be that guy that can get you that hard yard. But like that's something that I'm watching closely going forward. Like how do they convert those opportunities? Because we know Freeze likes to be aggressive on fourth down. And I, and I love that. But if you're going to do it, you need to make sure you have the guys that can get you those those hard yards, and that's something to watch moving forward. I and I, I mean, they weren't great on third down either, like and those third and short situations. Coach Freeze really, really had great praise to say about how much better Southern Miss was on defense, yeah. especially yeah. the front seven. They were stout. Yeah. Like, they've improved a lot defensively. All right, well, moving forward, you know, thoughts and prayers to Charlie Brewer. Sure. That's been so tough. When I talked to Ken Austin yesterday – um, at the football center. He said he's, you know, pretty chill, even keel. Like, he's not going to be too high, too low. He actually compared him to Malik in that sense mm -hmm. of, like, you know, he's just kind of even. But um, Coach Freeze did say in the press conference that he was pretty, pretty upset. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just mean, cannot be. imagine. You think, like, he came here in spring. Is there not a medical red shirt that you can do? Because I know he used a red shirt for Utah, but can you use a medical red shirt? What year is he on? Is this six? 17? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know the the details on that. Um, we got COVID I, years. Yeah, we, I, we, we'll, I know. We'll, I just. I mean, it'd be yeah. a very yeah. slim chance, but um, just not ideal. Okay, moving forward to this yeah. UAB. Uh, Coach Free said, you know, they go in as underdogs. I don't know what the six spread and is. Half six and a half points. Six and a half is what I saw last. Yeah. Yeah. So Coach Free's mentioning. 
You know, I love being an underdog. You know, Liberty's coming in night game here at the mountain and um, you're coming in as an underdog. Do you see that as a good thing for this Flames team, even though they got this big overtime victory? I mean, being a six and a half point underdog at home uh, for your home opener, that's that's a, to me, that's a lot. And uh, I'm now seeing like six, six five and a half in yeah, some so, places. So it's come down a little. So I, yeah, but I mean, that's that's the same. What great fuel for the fire. I mean, it's coming in saying, hey, we they really they've seen us play. They really don't believe in us. We got some you know a shakeup at the quarterback position. Right. Uh, so I can see why UAB is a really good football team. I haven't watched them on film yet. I'll be doing that today. But um, you know, they're a really good football team. However, we did go over to their place last year and and take care of business. Um, so it'll be interesting. And they're in their uh, stadium on, on their opening yeah, day opening for their, day opening day for their yeah. stadium. So, million dollar but, stadium. But I, re I really think I really think that, you know, this is going to be a really, really good. Fo I'm excited about being on the call with Matt Warner and, and Emily Austin for this That's one, right. because this is going to be an exciting football game. I wish that our broadcasts game day broadcasts were powered by Alcoba. Alcoba Morgan. Morgan. We, one thing at a time. One, one, just one snap. Yeah. Baby steps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, UAB coming off a 59-0 win over Alabama A&M. Now, it may be a down year for Alabama A&M. I don't know. We don't don't know. know much about them. You didn't them. watch film on them? I did watch the, the first half of this game. No, I'm talking about Alabama Oh, Alabama A&M. A &M. <laughs> I did not. Uh, so it's hard to kind of take how much you take away. They scored in all three phases against them. Uh, they ran the ball pretty well. So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's good, I'm sure, for Liberty coaches as well to see them on tape this season. But how much do you take away from a 59 nothing win? Right. Yeah, I don't know. But they are talented. They've got some kind of unproven but talented receivers. Uh, same thing at tight end. They lost a really talented tight end to the NFL. I don't, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head or not, but didn't they improved a lot as the season went on, they and did. they won their bowl they game? They beat BYU. They beat BYU in the bowl game. It was ranked, I think, game. 13th. I mean, that, after, you know, early in the season, obviously opened up against Liberty and, and got beat on, you know, the big opening was, of the new stadium. Yeah, that was their fifth game was against Liberty. And yeah. I'm looking here, they – uh, they lost two the rest of the way, but yeah, beat number thirteen BYU in the bowl game. Yeah, wow. Independence Bowl. Wow. So, so yeah. they're, they're obviously impressive. obviously carrying a lot of momentum into the season. How much is it a factor um, with how many snaps on really both sides of the ball? Coach Freeze mentioned that he he needed to talk to Coach K about not getting these um, offensive linemen as many reps. You know, they have so much depth in that area that he should have mixed that up a little bit more. But you know, and on the on the D line, these guys played a lot of football. Yeah. That's, on, that's on Saturday. That's the beauty of though all the depth that you always hear them talk about. And Freeze, since he got here, been like, we're not deep enough. We're not yeah, deep enough. Yeah. Well, now you're seeing the benefits of that. Not only are they talented, but you get in a game like this. Coach Freeze said, I think maybe one guy cramped up the entire yeah. game. Mm -hmm. Like, like, excuse me, that's my alarm. I have a uh, meeting coming up. Uh, <laughs> but but like, is it powered? But powered by Alfred Morgan. <laughs> uh, but you see the depth really play itself out. Four overtime game. A lot of times in the heat. Uh, Mississippi, yeah. you'd have how many times would you? Oh, I yeah. would assumed you'd be stopping a guy, be on the field cramping up. You'd stop play. We didn't see that. So props to them, number one, for their conditioning and, and nutrition, all that stuff. But also the depth certainly helped there, and we'll keep them. I think you know yeah. they're, they're they're in good shape. It's early in the year. They'll when be you fine. start you, when you take over any type of football program, as Coach Freeze did a few years ago. The first thing you say is you better have depth on the defensive line position. That's yeah. where they start recruiting. Mm -hmm. Recruiting is built around. Depth on the defensive line and having obviously the quarterback position is number one, but depth on the defensive line and then offensive line. Both those both those positions are important to have depth in, especially with the competition this year. One other note, TJ Green, the Flames um, third running back, he is still a little bit banged up. Coach Free said that he should be back maybe for the Wake Forest game. Yeah. So 
You know, he does have a little bit more size than uh, Shadro and uh, Dede, but what did you think of Dede? That's what I was trying to look yeah, for. What were Dede's Dede stats? Dede yeah, had, um, he had a couple nice yeah, Dede, second. 62 yards rushing, yep. five and a half yards a carry. Nice. Shadro, uh, 55 yards rushing, 4.2 yards a carry. That's a key, though. Like, especially with an inexperienced quarterback, they need to be able to run the ball effectively this week, I feel like, against UAB. And you may see some other things in that run game that we hadn't seen or would not have seen with Brewer. Like, I know, you can go back to the scrimmage Liberty had, uh, you know, three weeks before the season. They had Salter run a little option. Now he, nice. he pitched it behind the back a couple of yards and it rolled away. But, like, <laughs> you saw that. So you may see some other things yeah. in the run game with Salter in there and, and to try to get these backs going as well. Yeah, Coach Freeze has been very uh, vocal about getting this run game going this season for sure. Anything else you got before we get to the Flames fantasy? Do you know the Flames fantasy points? I haven't told you I, yet. I mean, I don't know them, but I know I did pretty pretty well. All right, you want to hear okay. it? Yeah, I want to yeah, hear it. Yeah, let's just All go right. ahead Flames and Flames fantasy uh, league. It's we Flames fantasy five players league powered by Alcova Powered by Alcova <laughs> oh We have five players, three offense, two defense. We score it like normal fantasy football. Here we are week one. Uh, Joe leading the way after week one. 40.1 points. Get out of here. His big week was Demario Douglas, 24 and a half, obviously. Also six and a half from Javon Scruggs, but Wait Demario carried carried the load. Yeah. Emily, 36.1. Oh, you're so not she's far off. Yeah, I want four points What's behind. Uh, Darrell Johnson, 22 and a half I points. Actually, oh, I, my goodness. I actually that's right. text Matt His interception, during the yeah. game. I'm like, wait, after he had that yeah. interception, I go, do I have Darrell? I think I have Darrell. Yeah. Do I have Darrell? Like, Which, by the way, I missed the interception. I was in the yard killing a snake at that time. I know. I I'm like, part? no. I'm watching I don't the game. Know. Wife's letting the dog out. All of a sudden, you all these people screaming. screaming. I had to run outside, grab the shovel, chop the head off, sling it over the fence. Wait, wait, wait. Come Tyler, back in, and I see Liberty kicking a field it goal. And I'm poisonous? like, poisonous? No, it does. was probably a rattlesnake. I mean, I, you know, when your family, <laughs> when you're protecting your family, you don't really think about those things. Yeah, did I face death and stare in the face? Probably, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I could have died very easily, but you know what? I didn't think about it. Yeah, when you have to step up, that's just what you have to do. You know, he really just like right. he's such a family right. man, yeah. protecting his. Yeah. Family. All right, and finally. I had 31.3 points. Uh, Mike I Smith love Jr. When yeah, Mike Smith points. Jr. Yeah. He had a good game for me. He was the one guy that, that did. And Amal Walker was solid as well. I, so I pretty don't even care though. who wins. Yeah. I just don't want Matt to win. That is a lot of truth to that. I feel it. <laughs> you know, Emily Austin, there's a lot of truth. Is the trophy going to be powered his, by Alcova? And you know what? I'm going to say yes. The trophy is powered by Alcova. <laughs> but his fantasy yeah. football arrogance yeah. is oh, nauseating. So, you know, it's, it's nauseating. Horrible. I know Horrible. people <laughs> compare me all the time to Tom Brady, and this is probably why, <laughs> See, because everyone just hates disgusting. the success that I constantly have. So I get it. I get it, Tom. I get it. All right, last question. Yeah. Um, the penalties on, you know, really all, phase, all three exactly. phases. Early in the season. Um, is early. That, I was just going to say, yeah, is that it's just early. because it's early? you got to and... clean it up. you got to clean it up, but it's early in the season. That stuff happens. But those are, as they like to say in the coaching world, those are teachable moments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all right. they'll clean Bold that predictions? up. predictions? Before we get to bold predictions, oh, bold one thing tough. that you want to see um, this Flames team improve on the most against UAB or where they need to step up the most. Mm, sure, it's the short yardage thing. Yeah. Like you got to be able to convert in short yardage. Okay. Yeah, I would say, I would say if you're going to play man coverage, then you have to eliminate – you have to reduce the amount of explosive plays. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be – but it's tough. I mean, that's a – 
that's play got beat on down the sidelines. It's, it's you know, they, their their guys are playing pitch and catch too, so they have good players also. So it's tough. Guys, I'm fired up for this, this game. A, great a game. night kick six and o'clock. Oh, yeah. six o'clock kick. And it's America's broadcast team on that's the right. call. Okay, not so just your regular. Uniting. So you know, we, no, not, but we need you to come to yeah, Williams Stadium, right, and they yeah. have cabanas at Williams Stadium. At the cabana, the Coco Cabana. That was not powered by October Mortgage. <laughs> just, just no, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I don't want any part yeah. in that. Um, Music and fun. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, so if you're going to come out yeah. to the game, you definitely have to be watching our bro America's sure, broadcast on team yeah. on yeah. ESPN Plus yeah. because we are going we to put TVs we're going to take it up another yeah. level this year oh, on yeah, the broadcast gone, for sure. I'm, I'm pumped up. Okay, Matt. Full prediction. Yeah, I got to get run across campus. Full prediction. Caden Salter, 50 plus yard run in this game. Whoa. I'm writing it down oh, right now so okay. I don't yeah, forget. Yeah, he wrote it down. You write it down every week. I know, but then I throw the paper, the paper yeah, away. Yeah, I, I need to stop doing that. Yeah. You go next. Okay, you no, next. you. Well, okay, you want me to go next. Okay, my bold, my bold prediction is that DeMario Douglas follows up his two touchdown game with another two touchdowns in this game. Oh, wow, that is so bold. Okay. That is bold. That's, That's four super risky. Um. <laughs> yeah, actually it is. <laughs> Emily. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> Four touchdowns yeah. in two games. I'm going to say That's Darrell bold. Johnson will have three sacks. Okay. Oh, crazy bold. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I All nuts? All right. Well, Matt has you, to maybe run. Maybe you keep that paper. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. this paper. We'll see you guys back here next week to break down the UAB yeah. game. This has been the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. <laughs>